This is our fourth week, the final week of our Underground Jesus Teaching Series. We've been going over the four movement makers that are on the banners out there in the lobby, our motto, model, mission, and this week is our movement. And the greater movement is to reach a million people for Christ in the state of Indiana, which is insane because there's less than seven million people in the entire state, and we know it's a, like the unattainable goal, but we serve an unattainable God. And so we're asking him to do something that's going to require every single person to make an impact with their life. And that's what today is all about, teaching us how to live as missionaries, to go out on the move to reach people for Christ. And here's what hit us. We're about to hit the biggest moment we have had in the history of this movement, and that we are opening up two locations that will become separate Mercy Road churches in the next six months, we're opening them up, and over the course of the next couple years, they'll be coming separate churches. And the first one is going to be off of Michigan Road and 465 on 96th Street, just east of Michigan Road. We're calling it our Northwest location. Pastor Luke is the location pastor. How many of you have heard all of that already? Here's the thing. As I was polling people, this is the biggest step in the greater movement. I could come up here and preach at you all day long how you should live on mission and go out and make an impact with your life, but none of it matters if we don't go do this next step well. And so I decided, we decided as a team, rather than just preaching at you this weekend, including online, we are going to take church on the move this morning. There are literally buses parked outside and you are about to have church on a bus. Who's excited? Yeah. Now, I love it. Half the room, especially at the crazy 1130 service, is like, woo, the other half of you got really uncomfortable. Let's be honest, who's slightly annoyed? That's what I would be in your shoes if you were slightly annoyed. I don't like people telling me what to do. Uh, we're not going to coerce, coerce anybody to do anything this morning, but I want to share with you and invite you to join with us on what has been a super fun morning. It's gone way better so far than I thought it was going to go. And we've literally done this four years ago when we came to this facility. We're going to load you up on buses this morning, and we're going to take you over to the new lo Northwest location that is currently a live construction zone, and we can't have young children in it. And we're going to do a prayer tour of that building and commit it to the Lord in prayer. And we're just going to show you what's happening because we received word this week that the drywall can start going up this coming week. And we are very soon going to need hundreds of new volunteers. And we realize this is our biggest next step. And probably 80% of the people in the room have never been in the building yet. And it's going to take more than a couple dozen people to pull this off and to make the impact. And for just the next two months, not forever, you may live 45 minutes from that location, great. We're not trying to convince you to join it, but we're gonna need everybody to make this step, next step happen. So literally, we have the buses lined up. We're gonna go out there, load the buses. Now, hold on a second, because some of you with children are going, wait a second, you mean I'm gonna leave my kids here uh, for the next 40 minutes or so? Kind of like I do a VBS all day long, only it's 40 minutes long. That sounds like a free vacation, amen? Some of you feel that. Others of you, you have got so full of anxiety in the last few minutes on the inside, and it pains you, and you're about to blow up in anger. I get it. We don't want to tell you and your family what to do. You need to do what's best for your family. But here's the options that you could do. We invite everybody to go get on the bus and head over there with us. We're literally going to have church on the bus. There's going to be some trivia movement games. There's going to be some prayer time. There's going to be scripture. It's an amazing opportunity. We're going to share communion. 
And then, uh, or you could actually check your older children out and take them with you on the bus if you would like, but we can't have any young children running around. It's not a safe place, and I want to emphasize that. This is not an open facility. This is a prayer tour for volunteers. Secondly, uh, you could choose to go in the uh, area and check out your kid. If you live close to that uh, location, you could drive over there together and take your kid with you. Kind of, again, young kids can't be in the building, but maybe you and your spouse could work it out that you could go in and pray one at a time or something. Or I've got even better news. If you're not physically able to get on and off a bus or you're just like, I don't want to go over there. I I don't like this. I don't like you. I don't like this church now. You... (laughs) literally can stay right here in the facility, in this room right now, and we're going to have it live on the screens that you can watch the entire tour on the bus and when we get there. How cool is that? Can we put our hands together and thank the tech team for pulling that off all morning? That's not been easy, and they're amazing. That said, we're on a tight schedule because we're going to have you back in time for your normal checkout time. In fact, the last two services has been earlier than normal because I'm not preaching. So everybody, get up on your feet. Head right outside the cafe doors, head to the front bus first, and we are on a schedule, so go load up the buses and let the tour slash prayer slash church begin. All right, we are live right now. We are about to go on location, jump on some buses, and have an incredible adventure as we go over to the northwest location, the new Mercy Road that's about to plant on the north side of 465. Right now we have people that are leaving the auditorium, They have no idea what's about to happen, except that Josh said, get on some buses. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've already done two of these today. It has been a really interesting experience. So if you have not shared this online yet, now is the time. You should copy this and definitely paste this because this is going to be something that you're going to remember for a long time and you're going to want other people to see as well. Most churches do not have everyone arrive at church and then tell them all to leave in the middle of church. So... We'll have to see how this goes. It'll be an adventure for all of us. Now, we are doing this live, so a lot of things could go wrong. So if you like to see people uncomfortable on video when things are breaking all around them, this could be a really exciting service for you to check out. As we walk down this cafe, this is the cafe area. We have a lot of donuts and coffee, and people are just hanging out. Some of these people have already been on this experience today. But for you that are at home, you are in for a treat. This is going to be something that we talk about for a long time, and we're just going to follow the line here. We got Pastor Eric over here who is just leading worship. Go ahead and grab Pastor Eric over here. He was leading worship. He's grabbing some coffee. Are you going to join us over there at the new location? I'll make it over there, hopefully, at some point. At some point? Okay. Well, well, we'll see if he makes it. Let's go outside. It's been raining all day today. There's Pastor Greg. It's been raining all morning, which adds to the excitement. I now have a lot of respect for those hurricane reporters who are just pointing at things. Wind, leaves, rain. Because that's pretty much what we're doing today. All right, so we have five buses today to bus people over to these new locations. There goes Pastor Josh. He's getting ready to jump on a bus. We need to make sure we grab his bus. All right. It's a nice, cool day. Got the rain coming down, but it feels good. feels good. 
So next time we do this, I've got Megan. Megan's my camera person today. Megan, next time we do this, we need to make sure we get some umbrellas. All these people have umbrellas, and we're out in the rain, so that's okay. How's everybody back in the auditorium doing? Let's hear you in the auditorium. All right, we're loading up on the bus. And here's Pastor Josh. This bus can go ahead and get going. We're going to take the Keystone to 465 to Michigan Road route. Uh, it comes up as 12 minutes on your Google Maps dial. Bus, and they take us about 14. But it's been a fun morning so far. Uh, if you're like, what in the world is going on? Uh, how many people were really excited when I announced that you don't have to sit in an auditorium for an hour? Okay. How many people, honest, no judgment, I would be in this category worse, at, at least slightly annoyed. Come on, raise the hands. Okay, thank you, th honest people, yes. So a little bit of slightly annoyed. If you're attending online, though, it has been an incredible experience all morning long. In fact, uh, what you're going to get this morning is we're going to take you over to the building. Uh, the service is going on right now. You're going to get some fun movement-making stuff occurring both on the way there and on the way back. When we get closer to the facility, we're going to begin to pray. We're going to give you a very quick adult tour of the building and we're going to encourage you to at least prayerfully consider being a part of the hundreds of new volunteers we're going to need to pull this next step off. Our current facility that we're meeting in right here, when we purchased it as a three-year-old building, it seemed impossible. In fact, uh, we had to raise $700,000 in two months as a three-year-old church. We'd never raised, I believe, more than $25,000 and yet God figured out a way to make it all happen and we moved into that facility and we did this very thing the month or two leading up to moving to that facility. And we saved tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars because of it. I'm gonna show you today how you can help us save tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in the next couple of months. But beyond that, you're also gonna get a, through Luke chapter 10, a little experience of what it's like to live on mission. And I'm gonna read from Luke chapter 10, beginning in verse one to you, it says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he's about to go. So picture that. Jesus rolls up. He's like, hey, guys, uh, 72 of you, I want you to find a buddy. Go to a town where you don't know anybody. Don't take anything with you. And I just want you to go and talk about having faith in me. How many of you, show of hands, would just jump on that? Because that sounds fun and exciting to you. Two evangelists in the room. Three, four. Okay. The rest of us, like me, I'm like, I wouldn't do that in a billion years. And yet that's how Christianity spread. In fact, in verse 2 he said, He told them the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out his workers into the harvest field. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, God loves to make an impact in people's lives, but too often we don't make ourselves available to those who are hurting or broken or lost. Some of you may be here today or attending online right now, and you're not a Christian. You're far from God. You don't have any... You're like just going, what in the world is this crazy church doing? And we're doing all this because we want to tell you about the good news of Jesus. We believe he created, God created you. He has a purpose and plan for your life. It's a good one. It's the best plan. And he wants to use you to make an impact that goes well beyond your lifetime. And that's what this morning is really about. So here's the fun part. We're going to do a little Mercy Road movement trivia. It is a competition. It's going to be this side of the bus against this side of the bus. You only get one answer as a team each time. You gotta raise your hand, I call on you, and you give me the right or wrong answer. Uh, if you are new to the church in the last couple of years, 
This may be more of an educational process than it is you getting all the right answers. That's okay. You're going to learn a lot because you're going to hear the stories of people who sacrificed and lived on mission in order for our church to exist today. And it's what we're going to need in the future all over again. Online, you almost saw me fall. I'm going to get a little more safety proficient here. Here are questions. You guys ready? Q&A time. Mercy Road Movement Trivia. Question number one. I have high hopes for Rand up here in the front that you're going to get these, man. He's been, he's been around for the whole ride. What year did Mercy Road Church launch? Oh, in the back. 2011. How did you get the right answer? Thank you. That was an easy one. I softballed you. Eighth birthday batch, September 14th and 15th. Come on. Next softball. What month did the church launch in? In the back. What did she say, September? September is the correct answer. It's one to one, September 25th, 2011. Where did Mercy Road first meet? Trick question. In the back. Clay Middle School. Finally, someone got it wrong. That is not correct. Uh, this side, the only one answer per side. What's that? Yes, it actually started at our house originally with 12 people uh, on the east side of Carmel. Then, next question, so it's two to one. Uh, where did we officially launch the church? Clay Middle School, now you got it. Okay, Clay Middle School, two to two. For those attending live online, you can post your uh, answers in the comments. You get no credit, but you might just get to look smart. At our first birthday celebration, we gave $10,000 to start a church where? Multiple choice. A, Montreal, Canada. B, Ensenada, Mexico. Or C, Pomona, California. Five, four, it's a, it, you know, it's A, B, or C, so you might as well guess. Yes, C, Pomona, California. Incorrect, but makes sense. It's where we came from. Ensenada, Mexico. We have built homes in Ensenada, Mexico. These were trick questions, but we planted a church in Montreal, Canada. We gave $10,000. It's one of the fastest growing churches, I believe, in Montreal, which is half, less than half of 1% consider themselves evangelical Christians there. We actually sent a team up there. Eric uh, led that. Probably never do that again. When did we baptize 12 people and the ground shook? I've shared the stories uh, several times. I didn't believe it, but we baptized 12 people. When did we baptize 12 people in the ground show? First birthday bash is really close, but not right. What's that? It was College Avenue, but when? In a horse trough, when? Anybody? Five, four, three, online, two. Lisa? Oh yeah, you can participate. My wife is on this. Get her on camera. That's my wife, Lisa. Uh, second birthday bash is the correct answer at the College Avenue building. So three to two, right side is winning, uh, left side are, is the current losers. We used to meet in a small building off of College Avenue. What community is that building located in? Yes, home place community, four to two. Next up, uh, on what month and year did we purchase the former Borders bookstore that is now our Carmel Keystone facility? What month and year? Five, raise your hand, four, yes, Beth. June, not correct. August, not correct. 
close. We got into it in December 2015. We purchased it. We closed on it February 2015. It was actually February 23rd, 2015. My wife always and I always remember that. Many of you know the story of us losing our son, Jackson. It was a devastating time for us. We we're like, God, why did you do this? And we always see it as an act of his provision that it was on his fourth birthday. Our son was born on February 23rd, 2000. Um, wait, it would have been his fourth birthday. I've gotten the date wrong in every service. It may have been 2016, but it was February 23rd. Moving on. In the Carmel Keystone facility, who was the general contractor of the renovation and volunteered hundreds of hours to do it? Dennis Whitaker, Network, Mercy Road, helped start. Yes, Multiply Indiana is correct. Today, we have planted, I believe it's 14 or 15 churches. Two, we partnered with two church planters in the last two months. Uh, in fact, uh, Outreach Magazine uh, re recently listed Mercy Road Church as being one of the uh, 100 fastest reproducing churches in the United States, uh, according to Exponential Mag or, excuse me, Outreach Magazine and Exponential Church Conference. Uh, we started Multiply Indiana partnership with Hope City Church, and it's cool to see what God's still doing with, the, with that. So six to five, these next two matter. The upstairs of the Northwest Location Building that we're going to uh, is being leased to a separate nonprofit. What's the name of the nonprofit? What's that? Nexus is correct. Seven to five, they take the lead. But I have good news for you. The last question is worth three points. I'm not making it up. It literally says it on my sheet. Three points. The question is, and no one's going to get it right, though. Who can share the entire engagement pathway plan process from memory? You only get one answer per team. The engagement, thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. The engagement pathway process that I went over two weeks ago. Can anybody try and get it? Five, four, three. Oh, yep, what do you got? If you can name one more of the five outcomes, I'll give it to you. Huddles was one of them. What are the other things? Outpost, ding, ding, ding. The come from behind win. Everybody look to the right. There's the building. Check that out. The, the signage is going up this week. Graphics will be going up in the next month on that building. We're really excited for how it's going to look. Uh, we just recently painted the building. And I want to let you know we are going into a live construction zone. So safety first. Please watch your step. It will be a very short tour. We won't have time to go upstairs, but I encourage you to come back at a later date and check that out. If you're like, what is the Nexus Impact Center? It's a separate nonprofit targeting social enterprises or business as mission and, uh, and, and nonprofits. Uh, all going to be housed upstairs there. There are large office suites, the micro offices, to the uh, co-working space. So be sure to check that out. Super cool. You can Google Nexus Impact Center as well. Check it out online. We do want everybody to know our engagement pathway plan, though. Uh, I, we have it printed out here. You can hand this around and take that home with you this morning. It shares the entire process of how to get engaged in the life of our church. Uh, as we get ready to pull up onto the building, uh, we're going to pull in front of the building. Oh, it's Jennifer. She knows. Yeah, you got this down. Uh, we're going to pull into the front of the building. You're going to hop out, and we're going to do it in probably two tours. It's going to be a short uh, time together, and then we're going to just do a, a song of acoustic worship and take communion and dedicate the building in prayer. I encourage you, as you go through the building, be praying for all the lives that could be forever changed. 
And when you come back out, I'm going to challenge you in a couple of ways of how to take this home as we begin to uh, pray to the Lord of the harvest. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Can't wait to see how God uses it and uses you and those attending live online. Oh my goodness, I forgot some of the important questions on my quiz, though, at this service. This is really important. The two questions I left out. Number one, when Eric Maitland interviewed for the job as worship leader, there were three people in the church. Was he A, early, B, on time, C, late? Correct answer up here, C, late. He was late to the job interview. Anybody know how many minutes late he was? 40 is incorrect. This side for the win. It ends in a five. 25. Incorrect. The correct answer is 15 minutes. He was 15 minutes late to a job interview. How does he have a job? There were three people in the church. His best decision ever made. So we're going to hop off now. All right. So now we're going to exit the bus. We've got the Northwest crew that's welcoming everybody. Hey, Northwest team. Good to see you. All right, we're going to come over this way. And we're just excited about what God's doing here. People are getting off the buses. They're going inside. They're going to go on a tour and see just all of the work that's already been done here at Mercy Road Northwest. They're going to see the construction that's taking place. You guys at home are going to be able to participate and those back at the auditorium. If you are at home right now, I want to encourage you, go ahead and comment, share some comments right now about some things that you're seeing, uh, some of the things that you're hearing, some of the things that you're excited about. Type this in the comment section. I want to know what are you most excited about that Mercy Road is doing in this upcoming season. We're planting multiple churches, we're launching more outposts, we're gathering more volunteers to do the work of mission in this place. Share some of the things that you're excited about that God's doing here at Mercy Road. Let's, let's comment together and hang out together as we're doing that. We still have people exiting the bus. Uh, it has stopped raining, so I'm excited about that. You can see that behind me we have a big dumpster here that's ready to be filled up again. I'm sure they've taken many, many trips with that dumpster. Now we're going to go ahead and walk into the building and we're going to take a look at some of the cafe area here. This is the front doors. It's going to take us into the lobby and the cafe. We're going to talk a little bit quieter as they are in a tour. If you want to take a look this way, Pastor Luke is going to be the location pastor. He's sharing with them some of the vision of what's going to happen in this front room, some of the work that still needs to be done. And he's just explaining a little bit about the cafe area that's going to be taking place on this side of the room. And then he's going to take them actually through the building so that they can see some of the, the rooms that are being put together right now, the walls that are going up. So go ahead and stay over here with me, Megan. So one of the things about this location that you're going to see is there is lots and lots of work to be done. You can see that there are walls that need to have drywall put up. We need people to mud. We're going to need people to paint. And we want you to become a part of that. If you have the opportunity and you're close enough to where you have the opportunity to, to, to actually do some work, anybody can drywall. Anybody can 
can put some pain up. And we have jobs for lots and lots of people to do. And we have saved hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in the past whenever we have done this with our church locations. And so we want to just encourage you guys, uh, take some time uh, and prayerfully consider whether you could participate over here. So you can see, I mean, they've got, they've got lights that are just hanging down from the ceiling. There is no drop ceiling yet. Uh, they have not painted in here. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of work to be done. If you are not, uh, if you have not prayed yet about what location that you want to be a part of, this is something else that you might consider this morning. This location is going to be at 465 and Michigan Road on the north side of Indianapolis. And they need lots of people to join their core team. They're going to need volunteers in kids ministry and tech ministry uh, and all and the hospitality and all the rest of the ministries here at the church. So this could be something that you might also pray about being a part of. So people are getting excited right now. You can hear them cheering as uh, they're starting their tour. Uh, this is the second tour that's starting. Megan, if you want to come this way with me, we're going to go over and say hi to Pastor Greg, who just joined our team. Pastor Greg right here. Pastor Greg just recently joined the staff and he's working with the Missions Network and the Outpost Network and helping launching a new micro churches here at Mercy Road Church. Say hi to everybody at home and just tell them a little bit about uh, your excitement for what's happening today and, and what you're expecting today. Yeah. Well, uh, it's good to be with you and it, I'm excited because the unique vision of Mercy Road is really why I joined the church. I've been around churches for 40 years in ministry. And what we're seeing is uh, the people, the family of Christ coming together and moving out into the community to make a difference. I think this location, Rob, in particular is going to be significant because this northwest side of town, in my opinion, is a little bit spiritually dry. And God wants to uh, really, I think, be a light and a beckoning place for people who don't know Jesus to come and to feel his presence, to be touched by him and be healed. And so um, for the whole missions outreach, we're praying that we have spiritual families that are developed, that, that love their neighborhood, that love their neighbors, or if you're in apartment complexes, love the folks around you, but really make a difference to draw folks into Christ. And this place is special. It's a, it's a great location, and we believe that um, there's going to be incredible things happen along the journey as people venture out here. We also need a ton of volunteers to help come and paint. Um, as you look around, you'll see this tour, but uh, everything will be drywall just about. It's going to be needed to be painted. The parking lot's going to need, need to be worked on. So lots of facets that, uh, that hopefully we can all engage in and, and make a difference here. Good. If you have not met Pastor Greg yet and you want to get in touch with him, you've got an outpost that you want to launch, you have a mission that's in your heart, you want to get connected with other people that are living on mission, reach out to Greg at mercyroad.cc. All right. Well, let's go ahead and continue on the contour. And we're going to walk through here. The group is just ahead of us. Some of them are already making it into the auditorium. The auditorium will be here on the left side when you come in the cafe. This area right here that I'm walking through is actually going to be our children's check-in area. And so they'll check in here on the back side of the auditorium. And then on this hallway back here is going to be where the children's ministry is going to be. So there's lots and lots of work to be done. You can, you can tell it is total construction right now. Um, they do have, uh, I'll come into one of these rooms here, and you can see that they have uh, temporary walls that are going up. They've got, they've got outlets that are going in, but this will be completely finished 
at some point before we launch, and we need a lot of people to get involved in this. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done, so I just want to show you what some of that looks like. We're going to come around here. Uh, on the left side here, I believe this is a nursing mother's room that actually looks into the auditorium, and you can see they've got the glass set up there where they can look out. And then we're going to walk in to the auditorium here and show you guys what the new Mercy Road Northwest Auditorium looks like. Pastor Josh is still casting some vision up there, and I'm going to go up and follow him up there and let you guys hear some of what he's saying. So as we pause for just a second, we just want to take a very brief moment. You've had a very quick tour, and for even those online, this is where we kind of transition to the spiritual elements. We want to take a moment just to pray, dedicate the facility. I don't know if you can even picture it. The space is going to be incredible. That's going to be the new prayer room back there that we can actually soundproof better. That's going to be the new control room back there. That's where the tech booth will be. We're going to have a lot of kids' space here. Student ministry has their own space in the back. It's going to be an incredible opportunity, guys. But it's going to take everybody's effort to pull this off. So I just want to open us up in prayer and dedicate this facility to the Lord. And then we're going to share in communion together as we sing a song of worship. You ready? God, thanks for all these people that came into this space. God, we could have been doing anything with our weekend, God. And I know to get outside of our comfort zone for something like this, I pray that it's worth it this morning, Lord, that this could change our attitude about how God could use our life, that there are people in here who are either not a Christian yet or are new to Christianity and haven't fully grasped that God created them on purpose, for a purpose, that they could be used to make an impact in someone else's life. I remember as a 19-year-old fraternity guy that I never thought that would be possible in my life, and I get to look at two decades of how you've used just simple acts of obedience to do incredible, miraculous things. And so I pray for every individual in this space, Lord Jesus. Set a fire deep within our souls that you would use us as missionaries, that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And so we pray to you, Lord of the harvest, and we ask you to provide. Provide for this huge endeavor that there may even be someone attending online that's going to become a part of this location or the downtown location, or the Fishers location, or the Anderson location, or all the Multiply Indiana church plants. And if we get outside our box a little bit, we could genuinely see a million people reach for Christ because you're that big and powerful, not because we are. And so on this morning, we take our next step and we dedicate this building to you. We pray for salvation to overflow from you. We love you, Jesus, and as we share in communion together, we dedicate everything, everybody to you. We pray this in your name. And all God's family said, amen. Amen. If you're new to church here or to Christianity, we're going to take communion together. The bread represents the body of Christ that was broken for you. The cup represents the blood of Christ that was shed for you when he was crucified as the atoning sacrifice for each and every single one of us. That no matter where you've been or what you've done, you can be forgiven and draw near to a perfect God. But it requires us to do the simple act of just surrender of obedience, of saying, I repent, use my life, I'm fully yours. And so all of us as Christians, whenever you're ready to take the elements, if you need to get anything off your chest first, take a moment with the Lord in prayer and then come down front, take the bread and the cup as we sing just a, a song and a half of worship together. Take the elements as you're ready.
time of worship. And I just want to say to you guys who are watching either in the auditorium or back at home, take some time to prepare your heart and to spend some time with God. And I want to ask you to pray. Uh, pray for what God is going to do. The, this mission is not something that is just local to Mercy Road and, and Keystone, uh, Carmel area. This is a movement that God is doing here in the city of Indianapolis in the state of Indiana, and we want you to become a part of that. And we're praying for a million people to come to Christ in our lifetime in the state of Indiana. So join with us in prayer. Pray about what God might ask you to do, how you might be able to participate. Uh, maybe you'll get involved in uh, serving uh, on a Friday night or a Saturday night and to come put up walls and in this building, or maybe you'll decide that maybe I need to be a part of that location, or maybe we'll just continue to pray for God to do a work. But I want to encourage you, take some time now and, and pray with us as we begin to worship. Thanks for being here this week. Live boldly, love deeply.